Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Big, bald Tyler says, Bob, it'd be better than an average show when you open up with Rush. Just remember that it's a fact of the universe after Brendan Escott uh, wanted us to bring the Rush today. What's going on, Brent? Hello, can you hear me? Uh, it's yeah, it's we... Neil Peart's birthday today. That's why I played the yeah. the late great. Now, now let me just as an FYI, do you? Uh, and we're going to bring in Brian Lawton because Brian might know the answer to this. Do you know the Canadian uh, singer who had a song that came out in '82? It did not chart, and then about seven years later, through uh, a, a DJ in Vegas. He made this guy's song go number one. It's been used multiple times on television shows since. It ended up going number one on the Billboard chart seven years later, and the band had already basically broken apart. And it's a, and the guy a year later had another top uh, charting. I think it went number two. Canadian guy, huge voice. And he worked as uh, one of those guys that dropped off, uh, what do they call courier? He worked at, this guy worked as a courier while he t- put together his second band. Do you know who I'm talking about? Have you ever heard the story? I have not. I'm going to have to phone a friend in Brian uh, Lawton. Okay, there we go. Uh, we are going to bring Brian Lawton aboard, uh, former NHL player, agent, general manager. Uh, Brian's appearances are brought to you by Wow Factor Desserts. Experience pure indulgence this fall with the colossal carrot cake. Oh, boy. Uh, that happens to be my personal favorite. Calorie freeze, I hear, on uh, Tuesday nights. Calorie-free carrot cake. Apple crisp melt away and more at uh, Wow Factor Desserts. Redefine delight by visiting wowfactordesserts.com today. We welcome back to the show Brian Lott. And Brian, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. I'm intrigued. I do not know the answer to your trivia question. All right. Let's see if anybody can pull it out here. A uh, Canadian singer uh, that had uh, two top two overall hits, one about five years after his band broke up because of a Vegas uh, DJ that got him airplane. It just took off in the United States. And this, this went a, So the song came out in about 1982. And here's a little hint. I believe that song has the longest continuous note held. Uh, like, this guy has a mammoth voice. Um, so, it's uh, it, it, a Toronto-based band in the early 1980s, and then reconfigured the band in about 1990 and had another top two hit. So, he, he actually got called by Capitol Records, Brian, and you'll find this interesting. He got called and said, hey, we want to talk to you about your number one hit. And he thought the guys at Capitol, because they'd fired his band. They dropped his, the label. They dropped him right after the, 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 in the mid-1980s. He thought somebody had sent some early cuts of his latest work. And it wasn't that. It was that they found out from Capitol in the States that their song was going number one in 19... Is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard? I mean, it's just... This, and the guy was working as a courier to, so he could continue his music career. Crazy stuff. 
That is a crazy story. Give us the answer. I'm dying to know now. Uh, all right. There we go. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Andy from downtown got it. Sheriff Freddie Kersey is the guy's name. When I'm with you was the song in 1982. It got 81-82. It got released. He bore a striking physical resemblance to Wayne Gretzky. If you looked up the Brendan, if you pull up the the video of him singing the song live, he he does look a little like Wayne Gretzky in '82, and sure enough, an Amer- an American DJ basically helped make that song go number one in the late 1980s. Now you've had we'll get to the hockey stuff in a second, Brian, because you do do some consulting work for people in Hollywood. You've got a long relationship with Orrin Gillis. Uh, was your uh, wife not involved in a, a television show at one time? My wife was never involved in a television oh. show. She owns a tech company called Sports Digita. Okay. And we work with hundreds of sports teams and or entertainment properties around the world through that company. Was it Oren's wife that was doing the TV show then at one time? That is absolutely correct. Oren's very beautiful wife, Shireen Kulis, was a judge on Top Chef Canada. For okay. a number of years, okay. as well as did some Nespresso commercials throughout Canada. There you go. There you have it. And Oren Kulis, you can maybe explain to the listeners, besides being the former owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning, which prominent series uh, he's had one movie uh, series that he's been involved with that's had multiple uh, variations of it, and then he was also involved in one of the biggest TV series of the last 25 years. Yes, Oren was an executive producer for Two and a Half Men, which he is well known for. But he also has a franchise uh, that he brought to life called Saw with his partner, Mark Berg. And they have a movie release coming out in the United States on September 27th for Saw 10, which is getting rave reviews. And I encourage your listeners to Google the Saw trailer, it's incredible. It's going to be their best movie yet out of the 10th one that they'll have done. So Brendan wanted to call a friend. Can I call a friend to see if we can work on getting Orn on our show and talking a bit about how crazy his career has been? Oh, Orn would love to do it. He would love to do it. He is heading on a media tour for the release of his uh, movie Saw. I'm going to be out there, I believe, uh, one day after it opens. I have some business in L.A., and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I was there for the last release of the movie they did, which was called uh, Jigsaw, which starred Chris Rock. And uh, I enjoyed that experience. But Shireen is a beautiful woman that owns a restaurant called Taroni. She's from Toronto. Cosimo is a well-known guy that owns the Taronis around Toronto. He's got a number of them. Very successful uh, restaurants throughout not only Toronto, but also in L.A. This stuff is just, I, I love this stuff. We're joined right now by uh, uh, Brian Lawton for our friends at Wow Factor Desserts, Colin and the team there. All right, speaking of the team, we just had Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland on. Um, 
and <laughs> he said I was 50 or 60 games ahead of things right now. He comes on the show, and I'm already talking to him about trading the first-round pick for, uh, uh, you know, an upgrade where it would be better suited. All right, so that's that's asking the GM of the, uh, of the team, maybe putting him on the spot there. But you've worn that. Uh, you've been in that chair before. From afar, when you look at the Edmonton Oilers right now, as we're about to embark upon training camp next week, and you know the story, the players have all been in town since Labor Day uh, here in Edmonton and uh, for the captain skates with Connor McDavid. Uh, well, by the way, we'll have Darnell Nurse and Ryan Nugent Hopkins over the next two days here in Oilers now. But looking, if you were to move draft capital, which area of the team would you uh, address? Defense or depth at forward? Uh, for me, it's always the same answer, especially if you're trying to build a championship team, and that is on the blue line. I think it is the last weakness that Edmonton needs to shore up to be a championship team, and it doesn't have to happen right away. It's very difficult in the cap era. One of the strengths for Ken, and I didn't hear the interview that you just did with him, but it is his ability to kind of let things happen and unfold. He's just been around too long, too many times where he's had great teams and Obviously, it worked out more than average number of times for him. But there's other years when it doesn't. So I'm not surprised by his answer that you're 50 or 60 games ahead. Ken's going to let the process play out and uh, make those evaluations along the way. And, and I just, you know, this could be his last year. I think that's pretty well known in Edmonton. I don't think it will be personally. I think he'll be back next year. But, mm. you know, that's something left to be decided. Uh, partly by Ken, and I'm sure partly by uh, ownership. But uh, he's done a, a great job of getting this team advanced into a position where they are going to be talked about. And I'm kind of sad I'm not on NHL Network because every year I would talk about the Oilers and I would hear, oh, they're nowhere near being ready. And a lot of my peers would say, why do you talk about the Oilers, Brian, are not ready to win a championship? I can't imagine anybody would take that position this year because I think it's very evident they are they are in striking distance of becoming a Stanley Cup champion, but you've got to let things unfold and guys have to prove it day in and day out. What's your biggest area of question mark for the hockey club? Is it the, the goaltending tandem of Campbell and, and Skinner? I mean, Skinner ended up making the all-rookie team last year in goal. No, I, I look back throughout history and, you know, guys, Chicago got it done without a star goaltender. I think you can do that. But in order to do that, you have to really build your blue line. If you don't build your blue line, then you better have a darn good goalie. But it has been done without superstar goalies. And in Edmonton's case, I think that's hard for them to acquire a superstar. I think that Jack Campbell should respond much better in his second year. The book hasn't changed on Jack Campbell. He's a guy that goes on streaks where he plays really well and has other streaks when he hasn't played well, and that's kind of been in his DNA. Last year was an exceptionally poor year for him by his past history. I think you'll see some rebound in that this year. I think Stuart Skinner proved he can be that guy when you need him to be. Uh, He's going to have a year under his belt. He's going to feel better about things. And the possibilities are there for both of those guys to lead Edmonton or help get Edmonton to a Stanley Cup final. Uh, but for me, it's still about improving that blue line, 
another reliable top four, building a pair that can shut anybody down that you can rely on for 23 to 24 minutes a night. I felt like that was a weakness in last year's playoffs. They couldn't necessarily get that done on a nightly basis. And And it killed them in the end. And you did two things. Number one, you did predict last year you thought the Edmonton Oilers were going to win the Stanley Cup. You said that when the playoffs started. In fact, I think you said that before that. Uh, and and ultimately, Vegas, you know, won the two games. Oilers outshot them 75-53 in games five and six. Normally, you win in those situations. They didn't. Vegas found a way to get it done. Kudos to them. And the other thing, people, because we're getting texts coming in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Brian Lawton on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, Brian. People are saying, well, why isn't Brian not on the NHL Network? That that was your call, right? You were, you'd had enough of flying back and forth between St. Paul and hanging out in New York for three weeks at a time? Yes, I was spending 130 days a winter in New York. My family lives in Minnesota. I'm very accustomed to traveling, but every year it got more and more. Yeah. Um, I did work there for seven years. I enjoyed it. It was fantastic. I worked with great people. It's not my first love. If I'm going to spend that kind of time traveling, which I am willing to do, it's only going to be working for a club in pursuit of a Stanley Cup, not talking about the people that are going to be in the Stanley Cup Finals. Brian, the Oilers, uh, and we didn't bring this up with Ken Holland because it doesn't need to be brought up with Ken Holland, but the Oilers have already made a change. Uh, Jeff Jackson coming aboard as a CEO and uh, Tyler Wright, who is we all know very close to Ken. Um, uh, Tyler Wright was with Ken in Detroit, came with uh, Ken from Detroit to Edmonton. Uh, he, he, he mutually parts ways. The Oilers bring aboard Rick Pracy. Would not surprise me sometime the next month if the orders made an addition potentially on the analytics side just given how much um uh, Jeff Jackson spoke about that. You know, he talked about you know maybe helping out and uh, different lens on analytics or a different lens on sports science and these are the areas of margins that good organizations are invested in, aren't they, Brian? They are in a salary cap world, they're more critical than ever. Everybody's looking for that eighth of an inch difference and as you saw last year with Vegas that's all it took for them to go on and win a Stanley Cup, and Edmonton needs to tilt the tables in their favor in that direction. They can do a better job on analytics. They could do a better job on sports science, and I think you're going to see them take steps in those directions this year. Brian, the Edmonton Oilers are on the uh, U.S. National Networks more than any other team. Uh, obviously, it's the, it's the Connor and the Leon factor. Is that a fair assessment? 100%. Uh, Connor gets most of the oxygen in the room, but in America, people are very high on Leon Dreisaitl as they are in Canada, as they should be. And the networks are very, very aware of the power of both of them. So whenever you have Edmonton on, uh, you've got a double whammy going, and I think it sells really well, and I think it's the right thing for the game overall to showcase the Edmonton Oilers as much as possible in the United States. When you were GMing the Tampa Bay Lightning, did you guys do a rookie tournament at that time? We did. We participated in Travis um, City, which was essentially seven teams. I was incredibly disappointed with it in year one, mostly because the club had gone through some hardship where we didn't really have enough players to even fill out a rookie team. (laughs) And then the second year... Um, I opted not to have the club participate in it. Uh, it depends on where you're at in your cycle. 
and it depends on you know the draft picks that you have in the organization. But it can be a really, really useful event for the young players. Well, the Oilers uh, went through a period, Brian, where they just they I mean they and they've had a lot of first round picks, but last year they had four first rounders there. Uh, they had Philip Robert, Dylan Holloway. Uh, they also had Xavier Borgo and Reed Schaefer. Now, obviously, uh, they have subsequently traded Reed Schaefer, and this year's number one. They've only got one number one going to Penticton, and that is uh, Xavier Borgo, who's going to try to play his way into the mix, but he's a long shot, isn't he, to make the Oilers hockey team? I, I think he is, certainly, with what's going on with them. He's, he's an asset, though, and you want to get him up to speed as much as you can. Um, whether or not he you know, gets a chance this year or down the road, that's okay. We tend to rush these kids. One strong suit for Ken Holland is that he does not rush kids. He came from a program where, you know, back in the day, Detroit would not hesitate to go out and just sign the players they need, and it forced a lot of their picks to have to matriculate longer. And I think those were good experiences for Ken, and you still see them in his DNA. He's not afraid to go out and get a guy, certainly not for Detroit in their heyday, and hopefully not for Edmonton, as it looks similar to what Detroit did before they started winning. Hmm. That's interesting. Brian, well, look, we appreciate your time. I'll be reaching out after the show today. Thank you for joining us here on Oilers Now again for Wow Factor Desserts. My pleasure. Thanks, Bob. That is former NHL player, agent, and GM Brian Lawton for Wow Factor Desserts. Experience pure indulgence this fall with the colossal carrot cake, apple crisp, melt away, and more. Redefine delight by visiting wowfactordesserts.com today. And the Orders Now Injury Reports brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown. We talked about the fact that uh, uh, the Golden Bears and the Elks football programs that Trent Brown played for uh, both winners this past weekend uh yeah so they're pretty stoked and pumped up uh the Oilers had their players golf tournament their big charity golf tournament that they do and uh evander kane partnered with trent brown they came in second in the tournament apparently somebody uh stocked up with a couple club pros one of the teams that finished a shot ahead of them so uh there you have it when accidents happen go to jameshbrown.com i was not at the event i can't comment on it uh so when we mentioned uh, there was a, a song in the early 80s didn't really register at all in the states and then a, a, a dj in vegas started playing the show all the so- time the song all the time in the late 1980s ended up being number one by this point the band had gone kaput they'd lost uh uh you know their label <laughs> and they were trying to uh put themselves back together ended up splitting off into a couple different bands so what ended up happening the band we're talking about was sheriff when i'm with you hit it of Sheriff ended up with Frozen Ghost and Freddie Kersey Alias. He ended up going with Alias. We'll play an, Ali- an Alias hit when we come back when Brendan Escott brings you NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. It's 5.53 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. It's not an accident that we went down this path. That song went uh, number two, 1990. You know what else happened in 1990? It's the last time the Edmonton Oilers won the Stanley Cup, and I think... We all need it now, if you know what I mean. Let's go get it. Bob Starr for Brandon Escott joining you. Uh, all season long on game days, we're going to have orders now. Game day trivia brought to you by Pro-Am Sports Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialist for all budgets in Edmonton and on St. Edward Trail at proamsports.ca. And uh, wait till you hear what we're going to do uh, during the season uh, to uh, top things off for a value additive winner on Oilers now, uh, coming down the path. And don't miss your chance to join an exciting road trip. This is going to close in the next couple days in Nashville, Tennessee, to watch the Oilers play the Predators. This package includes nonstop airfare with Flair Airlines, Four Nights Deluxe Hotel, near all the action, lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests. Experience all that the Music City USA has to offer in October. The Nashville Roadie with New West Travel. Uh, last time we were in Nashville, Ken Holland, Jay Woodcroft, Paul Coffey all at our meet and greet. Uh, check it out at newestravel.com as we bring aboard Brendan Escott for NHL Today. For friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. What do you got, Brendan? <laughs> Not enough time to explain why Mike Babcock is already under investigation by the NHLPA after it was alleged this morning on the Spit and Chicklets podcast that he demanded to see the contents of Captain Boone Jenner's camera roll. Uh, Babcock and Jenner both responded to the allegation today. Some team-issued statements, uh, basically trying to slough this off as if it's commonplace. Um, not really sure the details there, but the, the Chicklets guys, Paul Bissonnette, is nasty, was not backing down throughout the afternoon on Twitter, saying, I've gotten text messages from other people that are confirming that this happened. Damn so. it, Brendan, I need to see who you have. Well, who you have pictures of. Uh, Actually, do I want to know? Who you're, like, well, exactly. Like, What are we talking about? about here. Uh, What we do know is he's in the first of a two-year $8 million contract in Columbus, so uh, maybe not off to the best start here. Winnipeg has named Adam Lowry the 10th captain in franchise history. They drafted him in the third round of 2011. Colorado gobbled up Thomas Tatar, one-year, $1.5 million deal. Max Comtois heading to Golden Knights training camp on a PTO. Blues defenseman Tori Krug injured his foot in training camp. He'll be re evaluated or in training rather uh, he'll be reevaluated on October 1st the Babs I knew at the University of Lethbridge in the mid 1990s when they won a national championship the only school other than Alberta out of the Canada West to win since 1983 they don't have a hockey program anymore he was all in with his players that year that's part of the reason why they won a national title I mean, I mentioned it before. It's like winning at you win at Lethbridge in hockey. That's like winning at Savannah State in NCAA football. Speaking of NCAA football, Rob Brown is going to join us from Austin, Texas. 
How pumped is Austin, Texas, after our Hook'em Horns beat Bama? Rob Brown coming up at 6.05, but not before James Dunn has a global news weather traffic update.